Amen. Thank you very much. Special. And uh, thank you, Brother Jethro. Before we go to the reading of God's Word, we continue to remember in prayer our members who are still uh, sick. Continue to pray for Brother Edward Alvarico. Uh, I understand he's still in the hospital, so be praying much for Brother Edward for complete healing. Also, uh, continue to pray for Brother June Batao and uh, uh, many more members that are feeling well. Continue to pray, please, for Brother Dominador Tejano and uh, for also for Mom Nitz Tejano. You need to include them in prayer. Pray for Chloe Dewey. Uh, continue to pray for Brother Franklin Hora, uh, Mom Wella Go, and uh, for Sir Alan and Mati. Uh, pray for them. This time, <clears throat> uh, by the way, we had we buried Brother Julio Marasigan last Monday, and this coming Friday we will be having the uh, burial of Mom Emiliana Tatad in. I guess it's 9 o'clock in the morning. It will be at the Buhangin, uh, Buhangin Memorial. So you know where that, where that is. Your Bible, please, tonight in the book of Luke 17. We're looking at verse number 5. Just one short verse in the book of Luke, chapter 17, verse number 5. Kindly rise as we give reverence to the reading of God's precious word tonight. Luke 17, verse number 5. And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. Increase our faith. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We thank you for the word of God. And Lord, tonight, once again, we pray that you may allow us to really value faith in our Christian life. To consider faith as the most important thing in our Christian life. And help us to understand why. Help us to treasure why. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Kindly be seated tonight. Lord increase our faith. What a prayer. Lord, increase my faith. Did you pray that prayer recently? And how long have you prayed honestly that kind of prayer? Lord, increase my faith. Month of January is our mission month and we always look at our faith, be challenged by the word of God. And I hope the Word of God will once again enlighten us and help us to find the reason why, uh, in fact, reasons why we need to value faith above everything else in our Christian life. The apostles, underline that, the apostles said unto the Lord, increase our faith. 
we always say this, that if the apostle said this, if the twelve mightiest in the army of the Lord of hosts needed such a supplication, how much more we are who are just, we say, regular, regular soldiers of Christ. See, if we hope to stay well, if we hope to strong, to stay strong spiritually, we need to pray, Lord, increase, increase my faith. Increase our faith. And that prayer should be done, especially this uh, month of November, as we begin our, our mission challenge. And not only in our mission uh, part of our lives, but in all aspects of our lives. In Luke 17, verse number 6, please. Luke chapter 17, verse number 6. And the Lord said, look at verse number 6 in our, in our text. And the Lord said, if ye have faith as green a mustard seed, ye might say to this sycamore tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. It should obey you because of your faith. That is actually a figure of speech. The Lord is reminding us tonight that faith is so powerful in our lives so we can we can defeat and we can overcome even the impossible things in our lives if we have faith so we find here uh, the power of faith first of all uh, considering the apostles we find that their utmost concern in their humble prayer was their faith you see we pray for everything we pray that god may increase our patience naturally we pray that god may increase our love but before anything else their number one priority you find is their faith the increase of their faith so faith is the most important thing in the christian life we learn here the importance of praying for the increase of our faith i say again Faith is the most important thing in the Christian life. There is nothing of which we should have greater concern than our, than our faith. Now, the, the question is, are you really concerned of your faith? There are great reasons why we should uh, be so concerned of our faith. So first of all, let us consider this. We ought to be so concerned of our faith. You see, concern, we, we are concerned of the faith of others. We, we try to help others so that they may grow in their faith, so they may uh, become strong in their faith. But how about your own faith? You know, in the Christian life, the most important thing that we should be concerned about is our faith. Our, before we can talk about our love to the Lord, before we can talk about our patience in the service of the Lord, we must first of all begin with faith. Faith. Now, we have to make sure that our faith is in the right, is the right kind of faith. You see, you can have faith in everything. You can have faith in everything. You see, the, 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 the thing is we need to understand that the kind of faith we have 
is the biblical kind of faith based on the word of God. And that our faith is strong. Now, first of all, when we consider the position, why is faith so important? Pastor, um, why do you say that faith is so important? Now, more important than our patience, more important than our love, more important than everything that we do. Above everything else, we need to consider faith, the growth, the increase of our faith. First of all, we consider the position of which faith occupies in our salvation. Now, uh, faith is the salvation grace. It is the turning point of our Christian life. Let me say that again. The turning point of our Christian life is faith. We are not saved by love. How many of you are saved by love? No. We're not saved by... by we're, we're not saved... Uh, uh, we, are, we are saved... No, we're not saved by love, but we're saved by grace. We're saved by faith. We are not saved by courage. We're not saved by patience. We are saved by faith. So that makes it so important. If you put patience ahead of faith, then you're not saved. First of all, you look at the turning point of your life. It all began with faith. So, so it is so important. Amen. In Ephesians 2 verse number 9. For by grace are you saved through what? Faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works lest any man should boast. The Bible never said. He that loveth God shall be saved. He that loveth. Uh, he that loveth. You know. He that, it is never said in the Bible. He who is patient shall be saved. Faith is the most important part of salvation. If a man lacks faith, he lacks everything. Why? Because the Bible plainly says in Hebrews 11 verse number 6, Without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God, must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So that is the most important thing we need to consider about faith. The place it occupies in our salvation. If faith did not find a place in our hearts, we would never have known salvation. I say never. We would never have been saved if faith did not, first of all, find place in our hearts. So that's the number one thing there. Why do we say faith is so important? Because of salvation. The position it occupies in our salvation. We were not saved because we love God. We were not saved because we try to be true to God. We were saved when we believe by faith. We believe the Lord Jesus Christ. Concerned so concerned of our faith for all the divine graces hung upon it. What does it mean? All Christian virtues, all divine graces flow out of faith. For example, now you consider love. First of all, let us consider love. 
we must love God, of course, yes. But how can we love God if we do not believe that there is God? And how can you love God if you did not believe there is God? Everything starts with faith. Hebrews 11 again, verse number 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. And so, everything hangs on faith. Your love is dependent upon faith. You cannot love God if you do not believe God. You will not endure in serving God if you did not believe God. If we talk about patience, we can have, how can we have patience unless we have faith? For example, in the Bible, um, the greatest example, I believe, of patience in the Bible is Job. Job in the Old Testament. Yes, he practiced patience because what's the reason why Job endured it all? Because he believed God. Because that's how important faith is in our life. So we should be concerned so much about our faith. And so as we begin the day, we should begin praying, Lord, increase. Now I would like to, I would like for you to understand the, 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 the thin, you know, uh, 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 thread that, that is, that is you know, revealed in this truth. I mean, we want to stay strong in the faith. We, we want God to, Lord, well, uh, Lord God, strengthen my faith. You don't stay there. Now, they did not say, Lord, strengthen our faith. No, he said, increase. What does it mean? Your faith doesn't have to say, no matter how strong it is, where it is now, it should go forward. It should advance. Your faith should increase. And the people of God says, no, Job, yes, he practiced patience because he believed God. In Job 19, 25, 27, my favorite uh, passage, Job 19, 25, verse 19, 25 to 27, for I know that my Redeemer, not my, I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though my skin warms, it is destroy this body. Yet in my flesh shall I see God. Whom shall I see for myself? And mine eyes shall behold, and not another. Though my reins be consumed within me. We can also look at Moses in Hebrews 11, 24 to 27. It was faith that made him suffer affliction with the people of God. He was patient. Yes, he endured it all because of one reason. Because the Bible says of faith. How do we get faith? That's the question now. Where do we get faith? How and where do we get faith? Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The secret to cultivate our faith is to go into the word of God and let this book, let this book create and strengthen your faith. 
It is so impossible for any child of God to grow in faith if you do not read the Bible. If you do not learn the word of God. Faith grows as your knowledge grows in the word of God. And uh, you cannot, you know, no water can rise above its source. And the source is always the Bible. And so number three, you need to give much value of your faith because Jesus Christ considers your faith as the most precious thing he finds in you. And look at you. He looks at you today and you know what he considers most valuable in you? Your faith. Yes, God is God is pleased to see our patience. God is pleased to see our love. But the most important thing above everything that he considers most precious, most precious in you, seeing in you is your faith. Let me show you, please, in, in Luke chapter 5, verse number 18. Luke chapter 5. I don't know I'm principal. You know, we always teach you the principles we find in the Word of God. We're not trying to create, you know, ideas out of our own thinking here. We always preach what is fine, what we find in the, uh, what is found in the Bible. Whatever we find in the Word of God. You see, Matthew, or Luke chapter 5, please. Verse 18. Luke 5 and verse number 18. And behold, man brought in a bed, a man which was taken with the palsy. And they sought means to bring him in and lay him before him. And when they could not find by they could not find by what way they might bring him bring him in because of the multitude they went up to the house up and let him down to the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus and then amazing I said uh, they, they used to have uh, flat you know roofings so you could easily take the tiling and uh, Whatever they did, I know it was, it was hard. It was not easy at all. So they, they said, how can we bring this man, our friend probably, into the Lord Jesus Christ? The, the place was so crowded with people. And so they, somebody suggested, probably, most likely, and so they, they lowered him right into where Jesus was. And you know, look at verse number 20. What did Jesus see? What did he see? When he saw their what? Their faith. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it involves so much effort to do that. I, I, I'm sure that, that nobody would do it without, you know, genuine love felt towards the sick person. If I, were, if I were the Lord, I would say, well, I really am convinced that you love this man. And I would, I would be tempted to commend their love, their, their effort. But you know, look at Jesus Christ. The first thing that he saw was their faith. But he that cometh to God must believe that he is. 
Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is so important. Ang nakita niya, ilang faith. Their faith. When Jesus, when Jesus, the Bible says, saw their faith. Another in Matthew 8, verse number 5. Matthew chapter 8, verse number 5. Matthew 8, verse number 5. When Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a certain centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant at light at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered God and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. I am for I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say unto this man, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth. And to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to that, that them, them that followed, Verily I said to you, I have not found so great, so great faith, no, not in Israel. What does it mean? He was impressed. He was touched by the faith of this, this Roman officer. <clears throat> this Roman officer. Matthew 15, 22, please. <clears throat> the book of Matthew 15, verse number 22. And behold, a woman, Canaan, came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And he answered her not a word. And all and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cried after us. And he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, It is not me to take the children's bread to cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master, their master's table. When Jesus, then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Can you imagine this mother? You don't question her love, <clears throat> that she really loved her daughter. You know what? Jesus Christ said, O woman, great is thy faith. Jesus could not have been impressed by her persistence. Her patience, her love for her child. She really was a great mother, but the very thing that made a great impact on Jesus about this woman was her faith. Her faith. She actually, she actually won the battle. No, the battle for her child's sake by faith. It was her faith that won the battle. She had been rejected. She had been ignored. The disciples had sent her on. She cried after us. And, uh, but she stayed. Why? And she got what she wanted. Why? Because of her faith. Now God can look down and see you. You know the best thing that he that he considers in you the most valuable, the most precious thing that he finds in us, God's people, is our faith. 
our faith. So Christians, take good care of your faith. For faith is the only way whereby we can obtain blessings from the hands of God. If we, can, if we want blessings from God, nothing can fetch them down from the hands of God. Faith. Faith. And see, God is not impressed by your accomplishment. God is interested in our faith. Take good care of your faith. For only faith can comfort you in your times of trials and troubles. Open your Bible, please, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Why does the Lord really consider faith as precious in, in, in the lives of Christians? Because the Lord knows. The Lord knows that when trials come, there is nothing that can sustain you. There is nothing that can comfort you. But your faith. It's true. Amen. In chapter 4, 2 Corinthians 4, and verse number 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Can you imagine? As you try to understand these words, and, and look at the experience of those early Christians. My, they went through real fire. Troubles in their lives. It was real uh, that they, they encountered. Persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down but not destroyed. And look at this verse number 13. The secret is, why did they survive it all? Why did they survive it all? The secret of their endurance is verse 13. We having the same spirit of what? Faith. According as it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. What is the secret of it all? When you have trials, the only thing that will make you survive it. When times come, when heartaches come, when big troubles come, the only thing that will enable you to survive it is your faith. Your faith. Don't brag about your loves. You, I love the Lord, really. I know when trials come someday, I know uh, I can survive it. You're going to lose it. The only thing that will enable you to survive it all is your faith. So therefore, padakay mong faith. Because through that faith, that faith will produce love. That faith will produce patience. That faith will produce endurance. That faith. How's the condition of your faith? Having the same spirit of faith. You know Job? In Job 13 verse 15, Though he slay me, yet I will trust in him. I will maintain my own ways before him. Those are the five reasons why we say it is so important that we look at faith, we consider faith as the most important thing in our Christian life. Their constant number two, their constant heart's desire 
was Lord, increase our faith. They did not say, Lord, keep our faith alive. We have faith. Lord, sustain it as it is at present. He said, no. You probably can say, well, faith? He said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, irate na to 100. So now I'm going to pastor mga 70, 75, 80. Or probably say, na 60% ako pastor. You're not praying, Lord, keep me up there. You know, the prayer was, they did not say, keep our faith alive. Tama na ng 60% gino, base mo lampas ako sa langit. They did not say, keep it there, Lord, or just sustain it. Just sustain it. Their prayer was, increase. In other words, you need to go where you are. Your faith must go beyond where you are today. Ma, your faith must go beyond your faith 2020. If you live with the faith, the kind of faith, with the level of faith, you have 2020, something will happen. You need to push it up. And you cannot, you cannot increase it by yourself. It must be the Lord. You need to pray, Lord, increase my faith in 2021. And I tried to understand it. I tried to analyze it. Lord, increase instead of saying sustain. Because so many of us, including me, we love to pray, Lord, sustain my faith. Sustain my faith. In other words, nakita ni mo asakang level, lang, Lord, so long as you keep it healthy and, and strong, uh, it's okay with me. No, these disciples did not say that. They said, increase our faith. And I tried to analyze it. A big tree, a tree, no matter how big it is, when it stops growing, it starts dying. Remember that. You can never be complacent. As an labels of faith, I feel I am this strong now. You need to pray, better pray, Lord, increase it, or else it starts dying. That's the reason why they said increase instead of sustain my faith. Increase our faith. But well, they knew very well that it is only by, by increase that the Christian keeps alive his, 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 his faith at all. The walk of Christian faith must be constant action, a moving onward and upward. That is why I love that song, Higher Ground. I am pressing on. The upward way, you hide some gaining every day. Still praying as I onward bound, Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Amen. Did you get it? Do not say, keep it there, Lord. Sustain it, Lord. Increase it, Lord. Increase it, Lord. And uh, uh, a well, um, 
um, account that will illustrate us in the Bible is in, in Deuteronomy. I always find Deuteronomy chapter 1 as a good illustration of this. Deuteronomy 1 verse number 2. There are 11 days journey from Horeb by the way of Mount, Mount Seir and Tokadis Barnea. And uh, verse number 6. The Lord our God spake unto us in Horeb saying ye have dwelt long enough in this mountain. Well Horeb was a great place for them. They felt somehow that it was it's a good place for them to stay in. But Horeb was not the plan of God. God's plan was for them to advance until they reached Canaan's land. They, 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 they loved to stay where they were. And they stayed there for one year. More or less one year. Now, 11 days only. But somehow, I don't know what happened. They got in love with the place called Horeb or Mount Sinai. They refused to advance. God says, you see the mountain? You see the wilderness? Go. Advance. There is a danger when we decide to stay where we are. We must constantly grow in faith. At what age, Pastor, you think na magundang na ko struggle sa faith? Now we can look at Abraham. Abraham has four major trials in his life. First of all, when God told him to leave his kindred, his place, or of Chaldees. Secondly, when God told him to separate with Isaac. Thirdly, when God told him to set aside, you know, separate himself from his beloved son, Ismael. And the fourth trial came when God told him to offer Isaac as a burnt offering. And at what age Abraham had the trial? When he was more than 100 years old. 100 years old. He started to enroll in the school of faith when he was 70 years old. The greatest trial came to him when he was 117 years old. Now, at what particular time in my life, Pastor, I, would I, you think I would, I would stop aiming for the growth of my faith until there's breath in your life? It should stop at the last blow of breath in your mouth. They prayed, Lord. You see, notice that every time the children of Israel would stop at a certain point in their walk of faith, they would always be doomed for defeat and destruction. And the thought is this, any living thing that starts growing up at a certain level, kanang kahoy, maski unsa pa na siya, kadakong kahoy, maski kanang tugas pa na siya, the moment it stops growing, it starts dying. And you can never be complacent. I'm strong. I'm, 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 I'm strong in the faith. And it can apply to our individual lives. And it can also apply to our church life. We can never say, well, we've been 63 years in existence as a church. Uh, we can 
we can say we have done so much. You cannot, you cannot brag on what you have done yesterday. It must be constantly growing, constantly moving forward. At a certain time in the Old Testament, you study the Old Testament, the people had neglected their offering. They started, you know, they stopped giving and the Lord stopped blessing. The only key for financial blessing, listen to me Christians, the only key for financial blessing from the Lord is giving. <clears throat> the only key God gives to his people, if you want to experience material blessing from the Lord, giving. The people had neglected their offering and they stopped giving. The Lord had also stopped his blessing. Bamati Christian. You stop giving, the Lord stop his blessing. Second Corinthians, I mean Second Chronicles, please, in your Bible. Second Chronicles chapter 31, verse number 10, please. Now, let me show you something here. Second Chronicles 31, look at verse. If you plan to, well, I plan to stop giving before you do, I advise you, stop doing it. Or else God will stop his blessing in your life. Second Corinthians 31, look at verse number 10. And Azariah, the chief priest of the house of Sadok, answered him and said, Since the people began to bring the offering into the house of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and had left plenty, for the Lord hath blessed his people, and that which is left is great store. You see, they stopped giving, the Lord stopped blessing them, and when they started when they start giving, the Lord start blessing. Bible. And so many Christians, they stop. They intentionally stop. I tell you, Malachi 3.10, 3, chapter 3, verse 10 to, verse 8 to, then you stop and you will experience God's curse. You continue and you will have God's blessing. Stop and you begin to see God's curse. You continue, you begin to see God's blessing. In the Old Testament, people had neglected their service. All in all, Bible scholars, they counted it. They, ilang yotangan ang ginog, 70 years, ilang service. Sige po, sige no, God sent them into the Babylonian captivity. How long? 70 years. Ah, 70 years. Pero the consequence was their, their identity got almost lost. Their belongings were, the, everything was destroyed. Basi imong taguan ng gino, sunugun na si gino, taguan. And uh, so, ako ipalit, kisami akong tight pastor. Ipalit na ko ka ng, uh, ka ng guwapo ng chandelier, akong tight. Masunog ng chandelier, apil pa na imutan ng balay. Wapay, wapay, wapay siguro, apil kapag kasunog. Why? It is not a joke to experience the curse of God. I tell you, 
If you are a Christian and you have intentionally stopped giving, I tell you this, it must be or it might be just a matter of time may experience him one curse of God. Do you want to dwell in the curse of God? No. You need to grow. You need to believe God. Look at this please. One of whom the apostles directed their prayer. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. Faith, increase the strength of my faith. Increase the willingness of my faith. Increase the commitment of my faith. Help me overcome my excuses, my doubts, my cold and indifference. But Lord, increase my faith. Now let me warn you, this is just a matter of time. Basi ang imong tight, gipalit ni Mugligid, sa imong sakyanan, mao pa na yung sunugun sa gino, mao pa na imong sakyanan, sunugun pa sa gino, apil ka pa kasunog, because the curse of God is in you. The number one thing that could keep your faith is to grow in, you know, keep now, the number one thing that would keep you your faith to grow, I mean, is when you begin to offer excuses. You know, the, the most dangerous thing is when, when a Christian is convinced on his excuses. pastor. reasons. Now, when you begin to be fully convinced among reasons, that's the most dangerous thing. You are in for destruction. The Gama Christians that they stop growing is because they feel good reasons or good excuses. There are no excuses with God but for us to obey. To obey is better than sacrifice. There, there is no one that can increase our faith except God. If you desire to see your faith grow, go to the Lord. And ask him, Lord, increase. Not keep my faith, not sustain my faith, but pray, increase my faith. Do you see your faith increasing in, in all aspects of your Christian life? Are you increasing in your giving? Are you increasing in your outlooks of life? Remember this. If you stay at one level of your Christian life, now, you are in for sure into God's curse in your life. Faith is only as good as its object. Faith works because it works because of who it is placed in, in the Lord. You don't, faith, you don't put your faith, establish your faith in something solid, you think, yourself and other people and things, you build your faith in the Lord. You, for its vitality, it is not made real by you, it is made real by the God we serve. Lord, increase my faith. I hope that tonight we learn something. Yes, it is true that we need to see that our faith remains strong, but you don't 
wish you don't pray just to sit, remain strong, but you are praying, you have the desire to allow God, to let God, ask God to increase, bring your faith to the next level. And all of God's people say, Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word of God tonight. Bless Lord, in Jesus' name I pray, Amen and Amen. And God's okay. Amen. Thank you very much, Ringai, for that wonderful message. Lord, increase my faith. And that should be our individual prayer, our heart desire tonight. To increase our faith, not just only to sustain our faith, but let us pray unto the Lord, just like the disciples. Lord, increase our faith, no? And nindot kayo ang gibuhat nila. Hello, my chest. Ilang isugdan ng ilahang prayer, no? Right to the object, right to the source of their faith. Lord, increase our faith. So, at this time, uh, let me read to you our prayer requests. And after reading the prayer request, I'll be giving you two to three minutes to pray. Uh, so if you have uh, any prayer request or personal prayer request, you can pray it uh, individually. But in our prayer individually, may we remember all these prayer requests no? uh, that I'll be reading. Karon. Uh, first and foremost, from Mama Morrison, please continue to pray for my sister and brother-in-law, Mr. and Mrs. Noel Roa, for God's divine healing. Then from Mambing Francisco, Please pray for Pastor Ingay and his family. Pray for the full-time workers and the missionaries in the field, for good health, for divine protection and provisions of their needs. Please pray for all our frontliners as well as medical workers, senior citizens, uh, for protection and for good health. Please pray for all our church sick members for God's healing and fast recovery of their sickness. From Amami Tautho, Please pray for my daughter, Micah Andrea Tautho, who is celebrating her birthday today. May God bless her with his strength and also praying to God to end this pandemic. From Brother Jeremy Riponte, please pray for my grandmother, Clarita Lu, for her health and physical strength. And please pray for my family's assurance of salvation. From Ma'am Edlyn Chavez Asenas, please pray for Sir Doming Tejano and for Ma'am Nitz Tejano for good health and for God's provision of their needs. Pray also for Sir June Batao for fast recovery. Pray for my family for their spiritual growth. From Ma'am Jennifer Marasigan, praying for healing and God's comfort to each one of the Marasigan family. From Am Army Go, please pray for Brother Pong for God's provision on his knee problem. Pray also for Sister Wella Go for her health condition. Brother Alan Sebelino, Mam Elsa Hemetiza, and also Brother June Batao. Uh, from Elsie Ingay, pray for our Bible Baptist Institute graduation this Sunday. 
that it will be a blessing and a challenge for more workers in the Lord's vineyards, for God's guidance and leading to His perfect will for our Bible Baptist students, especially those who are graduating. Pray also for God's, uh, for Pastor Ingay, for his health and for God's wisdom as he leads and feeds the flock God entrusted to him. Uh, pray for Brother Mark and Sister Ellen for good health. Uh, continue to pray for our sick members, uh, for the senior citizens and all our frontliners, and pray for successful operation of Brother Edward Alvarico scheduled this Friday, and also for comfort for all who have lost their loved ones. From Doc Lito Herona, please pray for Brother Edward Alvarico for successful knee operation on Friday at Davao Doctors Hospital. So those are all our prayer requests. And at this time, shall we all stand up, please, and let us pray. Uh, let me give you two to three minutes, and individually let us pray uh, for our personal needs, and also let us remember all these prayer requests in our prayer this time. Father God in heaven, we come to you tonight. We thank you so much, dear Lord, for the message that you have given to us. We thank you, dear Father, uh, for the lessons and the truths that have been implanted in our hearts and our minds through the preaching of your word. 
we thank you for a great reminder that we need, O Lord, to pray, to desire, to ask for an increase of our faith. Dear Father, we know that there's always a tendency for us to feel contented, to feel complacent, you know, sa ang pagtuo. There's always a tendency for us to fear, um, to just simply be content and gino, Dios. But Lord, you encouraged us tonight, you challenged us tonight to pray for an increase of our faith. We do pray, dear Father, in this year 2021, help us to grow our faith. We know, O Lord, that the growing of our faith depends only on our knowledge of you. So, dear Father, help us to know you more. Help us to study your word. Help us to meditate your word day after day. To study your word. And help us to know you more through thy word. Because you have already given us a glimpse of who you are. Pinagi si pulong. And we know, Lord, that when we pray for increase of faith, you will always send testings and trials in our life whereby our faith will be tested and will be refined, will be furnished, purified, O Lord, so that it will come forth as gold. And this afternoon, we do pray, dear Father, that you will continually help each one of us to grow our faith Help us to continually desire more of your glory, of your power, of your majesty. Help us to know you more. Help us to desire your presence and power in our lives. And tonight, dear Father, we pray and remember our brothers and sisters who are not feeling well. Some of them, O oh Lord, are praying for provision, ilang healing. We do pray for Sir June Batao for recovery, sayahang operation. We do pray for Sir Willinu uh, Go for provisions, sayahang uh, knee operation, and for healing. We are praying also, Lord, for Sister Wella Grace Go, praying for Ma'am Elsa Imantiza, praying also, Lord, for Sir Albarico, who will be undergoing a knee surgery also, Lord, this coming Friday. We are praying for your divine intervention, praying for the guidance of the doctors and all the medical workers who will be administering and helping him during the operation. Lord, we are praying uh, for our senior citizens who are not feeling well right now, for strength and good health. We are praying, dear Father, also for our frontliners, uh, our members who are working in the hospital, we do pray for Doc Liberato. We are praying for Doc Eileen, Doc Iris Dewey. We are praying, dear Father, even for Brother Mark Frando for protection sa ilang tanan, that you would keep them safe always. And all our medical workers and frontliners, some of them are not in the medical field, some of them are in the PNP or perhaps in any job, as long as they are frontliner, we do pray that you would protect them and guide them, keep them safe, preserve them all the time. And Lord, we are praying, dear Father, for 
our missionaries in the field for guidance and provision. And be with them, O Lord, as only you can, as they labor in their vineyard, in their respective mission area. We understand the difficulty that we are facing right now because of this current situation, this pandemic, Ginong Dios. And we pray, dear Lord, that you would continually overshadow us, hide us, cover us with your most precious blood as we labor for you in the ministry. Dear Father, we thank you for the privilege to pray. We thank you for the privilege, O oh Lord, that we can uh, express our prayer requests, our desires, our needs before the throne of grace. And we know, Lord, that you are not only a prayer hearing, but we know also, Lord, that you are a prayer answering God. We lay down all our needs before the dear Lord. And tonight, as we separate our ways, we pray for your protection and guidance. And we do pray, O oh Lord, for those who are celebrating their birthday this week. May you shower them with your blessings. And may you also, Lord, use them continually for the furtherance of the gospel. Forgive us from all our sins. And bless our services coming Sunday, even our graduation for our Bible Baptist Institute. Guide our students and give them wisdom and, and lead them and direct their lives as they make decisions for the missions. We thank you for everything, dear Father. Increase our faith. Enlarge our vision for the mission. This we pray, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you very much. And the service is now ended. God bless you and see you this coming Sunday.